1: Welcome everybody to another edition of Doing the Favor podcast. Does sports? I'm your host Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Brown or zero, but of course, always follow the show on Twitter and Instagram and now TikTok. Even though we have no videos, by searching at Doing the Favor. I don't know how to work that fucking app. I'm still I'm still working. With me as always, the sexual intellectual, the husky heartthrob, leader of the husky army, the Tennessee volunteer himself, my man Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie?
2: Doing good, and if at all possible, I will do the Corvette Corvette on the with the hop and shit like Juju. I'll I'll do that.
1: If you can do that, I mean shit.
0: I don't know if I can get the music.
1: I'll show you that I do know how to do. Oh okay. I know how to do a couple things, but you know if I put something out, I want it to be quality, right? Right. That's that's my thing. You ready to get into it? We got a lot. Let's get it. We got a lot, man. The big news of the week. Dak Prescott signed a four-year, $160 million contract with the Cowboys, including a $66 million signing bonus, $126 million with an average salary of $40 million. In 2021, Prescott earned a base salary of $9 million, get all of the signing bonus 66 million while can't hit of only 22.2 million. Wow. I think I'll go first. I know you're going to have some things to say. I'm going to go first. First off, happy for Dak, right? I'm always happy when a player gets paid. I'm very pro player, no matter what organization, because, you know, you're talking about billionaire owners and, Oh, is this quarterback worth? Is he not? No, he, trust me, he, He's a franchise quarterback. I think that he's still young. He hasn't had quite the team success. That that's the main argument, I guess you'd say. You know, losing record against 500 teams, things like that. Um, But again, Dak doesn't play defense. Whatever. I like the deal for Dak. I like like that he got his four year deal. It's also no trade clause and no tag clause, meaning he doesn't have to go through this bullshit again. So that I really like. So you got a lot of money up front. You know, making seventy five million in one year, doesn't kill the team with a with a cap hit. Doesn't really get into a big cap hit until well, twenty twenty four, you're talking about a forty seven point two million. But I think there's gonna be a TV, TV done TV deal done be, before then to where the cap is gonna be higher. And I think Dak is be, you know, as instead of the second highest paid quarterback, I think he might be more along the lines of the seventh, eighth highest paid quarterback when that comes. Because you're talking about young quarterbacks like Lamar, Josh Allen, um, Baker. I don't think you know. You give Baker 40 million right now. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying he he warrants a franchise quarterback contract. Dak helped out a lot of young quarterbacks. If I was Lamar Jackson, those guys I just named, I would send him a thank you card. And it's it's listen. It's Dak's agent's job to get him the most money he possibly could. They waited it out, and the Cowboys should have signed him a couple years ago. They could have saved themselves some money. With that said, congratulations. I'm happy for Dak. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> C- congratulations. You know, he got his money. Yeah. But now. Okay. What What about the defense? They're, they're still garbage. They're still d- dumpster juice on the other side of the ball. That's great. Yay. Dak. We can get four touchdowns, at can throw for 500 yards again. Yay! Got, let's just call it what it is. The man has won the same amount of playoff games as
1: Baker Mayfield. That's the three guys I just named. Well, it's Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson.
2: We can go further than that if you want He's won the same amount of
0: playoff
1: games as Tim Tebow. When you have a franchise quarterback in the building, Ooh. which I believe Dak Ooh. is, you keep him in the building. Okay. Who are you going to play that's better? Wait a second now. I'm not. I'm not done with the
2: statisticals. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll, because did your time I, to shine? No, no, I need. I need your help here to do it. Kirk okay. Cousins. Kirk Cousins. What was his record against 500 teams? I fucking understand. horrible. Horrible, and he robbed Minnesota. He robbed the Vikings of a contract. And then they lose Stephon Diggs, and now you're sitting there with fucking Kirk Cousins making money, losing games. And Adam, I'm sure you have Dak Prescott, who is, what was his record against 500 teams? 13 and 20. Like, he's
0: way that I've so, But, I mean, if he's a franchise quarterback, you know, excuse me. I love,
2: uh, don't get me wrong, I love that he's still in the NFC East. I'm going to have, clients hopefully have fun blistering their ass this year because that going be crash. And then Dak of course will get the pity, pity, pity yards. I call on the the garbage time. Well, Dak threw for five and 6 touchdowns, but but boy, we only lost by 3. What a comeback in the fourth
1: quarter. I was saying, okay, so you ask for my help and I'm going to give you the help that you asked for begrudgingly. So I feel like we're cherry picking stats. Yeah. I feel like we're cherry picking no, stats. But we would not Do that. I will indulge you. Okay. Dak versus Kirk Cousins, the last 40 starts. Passing yards, Dak 11,215, Kirk Cousins 10,004. Passing TDs, Dak 62, Kirk Cousins 77. Interceptions, Dak 27, Kirk Cousins 26. Completion percentage, Dak 66, Kirk Cousins 68 passer rating Dak 96 Kirk Cousins 104 rushing tds Dak 13 Kirk Cousins 2 rushing yards yards per attempt Dak
0: 7.82 Kirk Cousins 7.9 so they're the same guy this is the third
2: their agent the same? (laughs) That's all I need to know. And is robbing NFL teams? If if you truly believe that they're going somewhere, even if they make the playoffs. Listen, the East is horrible. They got a chance to get in. Right now, probably the next two, they have a chance to get in. But, listen, if you think they're winning a game, like, look, Jerry Jones is like, sure. Like, I'll put a million dollar incentive Super Bowl in your contract. Sure, pal. Uh, go ahead. Make it 10 million. I'll fucking lead us to the Super Bowl. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Same guy for cousins. Thank you for the comparison. That was, that was beautiful. I appreciate your help, sir.
0: I really didn't want to do
2: that. but Hey, but was that facts? Those, Those are facts.
1: You listen, told. listen. Let me tell you something. Stats are like a girl in a bikini. They show a lot, but not everything. They they
2: told me all I needed to know in the wins and loss category. Thank you, sir. Thank you.
1: So, what would you suggest? <laughs> they let him walk.
0: See ya. Give me Deshaun Watson. I mean, that's. I. Because Deshaun
2: Watson's got, he'd sign for that in a heartbeat.
1: I think the market's about to change on quarterbacks. This contract isn't going to look as outrageous in a few years as it does today. I don't
2: I don't think it's outrageous. I mean, if you're a top tier quarterback, that's that's what right you make. In the That's the
1: mark that's the market. Thirty thirty five to forty million, right? Yep, but to me, he ain't in that select group. I'm With sorry. that said, There's they do they do have Dallas does have a lot of needs. The offensive line has got to be addressed. Uh, the defensive side of the ball has got to be addressed. Obviously, they're also they're also a little young on that side of the now, ball too. New defensive coordinator, new scheme could help. Okay, okay. And I will. A lot of this, I will a lot of the stats Dak had the past couple years were kind of popcorn stats. I'll give you that. But, I mean, to me, he's... I don't know, maybe the first... I think he's a top 10 quarterback in the
0: NFL. Top 10? I think he's top 10. Oh, he's right at 9 or 10, Mark. I agree with that. Uh, but, so but that
2: ain't worth 35 40 million
1: so do you give josh allen that same contract
0: oh well
2: josh allen with they don't have that as many needs that's the that's a key though because i would want to help build i would want to help help build you know like their offense, look, they got CD Lamb and Gallup and all them. Like, that's they got the receivers. It's the defense I'm worried about. And if I'm Dak, I'm like, hey, look, maybe, maybe I can take a little less if you get me some defensive players here where I can go to the Super Bowl. I can go to the Super Bowl, possibly win, and then my value shoots through the fucking roof. But no, let me be the glory hog. Let me get that money. Zeke is done. Zeke to me I think is done. So now you 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 got Pollard, which Pollard's a, a beast. Don't get me wrong, but still, I go back to that defense. So Josh Allen now, he if he's has Stephon Diggs and he's got some of the other and their defense, they got Tre'Davious White and those guys on D. Okay.
1: Sign me up. Sign me up. So I'm really surprised Dak got the contract only because you could have franchising him, and then see. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't know exactly what the rules are. To the franchise guy. Can you still negotiate? I'm assuming you can. You know. You had. You could have bought yourself some time with the franchise. Especially him coming off such a gruesome injury. Which I... I, So that's what the... I'm sorry. sorry. Everything says that he's going to come back 100%. Because it was a clean break. Thank God. You know, you don't want to see a guy's fucking career get affected by an injury like that. That would have been fucking terrible, especially before he gets paid. You know? I'm surprised the Cowboys gave it to him, but I'm happy they did because... It shows commitment to the guy, and it just kind of cools the water. You don't want to carry that controversy in the next season. You know what I mean? You you don't have to, and you paid Amari Cooper, you paid Zeke. So that's me. I was like, to me, I was always like, what's the hesitation with paying Dak when you paid Romo so quick?
0: And I, to be honest, like I like Dak better
1: than Romo. I know that seems I, blasphemous now, but I I do going forward, <laughs> especially in today's NFL, too, where, I mean, I know Romo hasn't been out of the league that long, but assuming Dak's mobility isn't affected, I mean, Dak, by himself sometimes, can make plays with his feet, good on the run. He's a way better athlete than Romo. I, lo- I like Tony Romo. I have him in fancy for years. My buddy used to always call me a Romosexual. So, I you know, to me, I couldn't understand the hesitation in paying Dak, but I'm glad they got it done because, like you said, they have a lot of er- other areas they have to address, and that story was becoming a bit of a distraction, probably. Especially if you don't pay the guy coming off an injury when you should have already paid him. You know, you don't want to give him. You know, he. I think the thing was Cowboys want to give him five years. Dak only wanted four. You know, just you could have saved yourself millions of dollars. You done that deal a couple years, a couple years ago. Right, but to
2: me, it's like, yeah. You know, I the Giants are doing it right now with Leonard Williams. tagged him and they're still and they have till the seventeenth to get a deal done. And they and they can free up that cap room. So yeah, you can franchise tag him and still like work out a new deal. So that's I don't know. Like I said, I'm not I'm not big on giving Dak fucking 40 million a year, like especially when your team is in dire needs. And I would have never signed Zeke to a big deal.
1: He's on the downside of his career. I mean, those running those running back years are way different. And that's something like, you know, the Browns are talking about, you know, Nick Chubb. I feel like, you know, and the Cowboys kind of, and after Zeke was ridden pretty hard at Ohio State, that was something that really helped Dak's learning curve. You know, the Cowboys were most effective when they were running the ball with young Dak. And Dak was, no, Dak's first year, he was more of a game manager and came on after that. And that's when they were most successful, by the way. What, Dak's rookie year, they went, what, yep. 13-3, made the playoffs? That was a running powerhouse football team with a powerhouse offensive line. The, the the powerhouse offensive line isn't quite there yet. Zeke doesn't – I don't – listen, I love Ezekiel Elliott. You know I do. He's one of my favorite high State players of all time. I didn't see the burst, and I honestly thought – we. I said it many times. I thought Tony Pollard was the better back. So I think eventually, maybe next offseason, they're going to revisit that Zeke situation. Yeah, they need to. So – but, again, that, to me, like as a Browns fan – it just tells me that the price tag for Baker Mayfield went up, especially if he does next year what he did at the last 11 games this year when they really figured it out with Stefanski. Going into next year, if he has a similar season and the Browns have similar team success, then he's going to get paid. and he, They're going to pick up his fifth-year option, which I believe is going to be for $18.8 million. So they're going to buy themselves some time with that. And I, another thing too, with these the three young quarterbacks I named, I think teams are gonna be a little leery after seeing what the Eagles and Rams just went through. Yeah with Goff and Wentz. So there's a there's a bit of we're not gonna pay these guys till we have to kind of thing. And from a player perspective, and I'm always always pro player, that sucks. From an organizational perspective and business perspective, it's probably the smartest thing. Because Eagles are what, paying thirty four million dollars this year for Carson Wentz to not fucking be there? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's no. the Browns are have a great cap situation right now. Uh they're I believe they're thirty million under the cap, most in the NFL, coming off an eleven and five season. And I know that looks and you and that's a team, you know, while you still got these guys on these rookie deals, which is when a lot of teams recently have been successful, right? With you know with, with the Rams, the, the Seahawks, they won their Super Bowl and they went Super Bowls when R- Russell's on his rookie deal. So the, the, it's a great window for the Browns right now, I think, to add somebody, especially on that. I mean, you, I think you want to get somebody opposite Miles Garrett, for instance. Yeah. You know, you don't pay Baker until you have to. I think they're talking about maybe negotiating. You know, that we don't, obviously, with J.J. Watt's situation proved, we don't know shit, but rumor is they're kind of negotiating with Nick Chubb. And I like that for the Browns, and obviously he's not getting the wear and tear that somebody like Zeke Elliott got in his first couple of years in Dallas because they smartly brought in Kareem Hunt and extended him, which next year is the fir- his will be his first year of a 2 year deal for sixteen million dollars, oh eight million per. So and, and we're, we're I gonna like talk that. About, do what I like. Th- I said it, I like that. Yeah, and I think that's the Browns have played it very, very smart. They haven't gotten themselves in cap hell. They're not like the Saints, who for some reason paid Taysom Hill sixteen million dollars a year. That's oh, absurd. Horrible. Now they're in cap hell, and they're—I mean—they're going to be slashing players. So I like what the Browns have done. I still—you know—Dallas still has a long. I mean, yeah, it's great you paid Dak, you paid the quarterback. You got to get him help now. You have to. They have a lot of draft picks. They have got to hit in the draft. That's where Dallas can really improve themselves. It's not going to be with big free agent signings. It's not going to be with big trades. It's going to be hitting on those draft picks. Yeah, they don't have the money.
2: They don't. They just don't have the money to go out and get a big name free agent.
1: See, and that's something so, that, like you
2: said. They have to. They have to hit on the draft.
1: They have. And that's to. something that the Browns like. They kind of went in like, you know, analytical like NBA tank mode, which was brutal to sit through. By the you're talking about one and fifteen, then sixteen and zero. As bad as that sucks to sit through, you got Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward, you know, Jedrick Wills. The list goes on. You know what I mean? The list goes. Grant Delpit hopefully can come in and play next year and be effective. Same with Greedy Williams. You know what I mean? So you got all these guys that you've hit on in the draft on their rookie deals. You know? So now's the now's the time to add a Vaughn Miller, to add a Stephon Gilmore. You know what I mean? There's also talk of them bringing in Marshawn Lattimore, who is still in his rookie deal, which would be a fantastic fit. You know, I'm not trying to make this a Brown-centric podcast, but you talk about, like, Marshawn Lattimore, Denzel Ward on the outsides, Greedy Williams as your nickelback, Grant Delpit, Ronnie Harrison as your safeties, you know, what I mean, you've got to add somebody opposite Miles. You've got to beef up the linebacker core because the defense, I think, and this is a, a big, big statement—not really that big, I don't know—defense kept the Browns out of the Super Bowl last year. Well, we'll see. They were what given happened, a gift but... in Kansas City and couldn't capitalize on it because of their defense. That's that, why yeah, I say that. that they were. That they were. That's that's the only. I mean, I'm not saying that the Browns are better than the Chiefs or nothing like that. I think they could have played with that Buffalo team if they had, especially if they had more defense, you know, but that's the defense is what held them back. Offensively, they were about as good as it gets in the NFL at times. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were rolling. They had the, uh, some of the well-coached, and Baker was playing great football and not turning the ball over. And Nick, we know what Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt could do, you know, so it's, you got to add to that other side of the ball. And hopefully with these young guys coming back from injury, you can add a name. You can spend a little. That's where you can invest your money, and that's that. Yeah. Now's the time, you know, because when you pay Baker, and you pay Nick Chubb, you know what I mean. That that changes a lot of things as to you know where you're investing your money, and as far as the salary cap goes.
2: Yeah, and like I said, Dallas for them, and we talked about you know the Dak and Josh Allen thing. Buffalo doesn't need that many pieces. Dallas. Dallas needs five or six pieces. I mean, that's the thing. Like Buffalo is one two guys away from being fucking stout on defense, like I mean, beastie. And Dallas needs, you know, like I said, five or six guys to to really make an impact on that defense. So Where are we moving to next? Where do
1: you want to move to next?
2: Well, we got a lot of free agencies. We got, you know, free agent guys out there. We got a lot of people getting cut today, last couple days. Um, you know, let's look. The, uh, today, for example, the Vikings released uh, left tackle Riley Reef and freed up $11.75 million. Uh, he was due a $5 million roster bonus on March 19th. Um, and Minnesota now is 8 million under the cap. So do you see them being able to sign a big name, uh free agent being 8 million, 8, almost 9 million under the cap?
1: Depends on what position you're talking about.
0: Well, you know maybe I mean? left,
1: left tackle. <laughs> well, they're going to bring in somebody cause that's a running football team. Yeah. You know, especially, I don't know what they're going to do about Kirk Cousins. And you hear rumors that he's going to be moving. I think, I think it's time to move on from Kirk Cousins. Is what I think. Yes. Yeah. Because to, to me, he's not that guy that's going to put you over the top. Even though that stats comparison we did earlier, be damned. I'm talking just straight eye test. He does. He makes some horrible mistakes at times. You know what I mean? That like, like what the fuck are you thinking? You know. Um, I thought Justin Jefferson was going to choke him out a few times like. So And me, no one would have blamed him. <laughs> but also, this would be a lot different conversation, too, maybe to have after the draft. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you, I, I like, same thing with the Browns. NFL, these draft picks are a lot more valuable than what people think. And if you're able to hit in the draft, that gives you such an advantage as far as money to spend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, all those guys I named with the Browns, outside of Miles Garrett, all their rookie deals. You know, so that's why you're able to invest in a big money free agent. I mean, I don't know about J.J. Watt, 15 million per. If you want to yeah. give half your remaining salary, salary cap to that, it depends on if you think he can make the difference for you. You know what I mean? They, I think they have too much to address on the defensive side of the ball to address one position with that much money for me. That's that's just my take. But, it, you know, where's, uh, let me see what NFL draft were. Fuck it. Let's even just look at an NFL mock draft. Just to see. We, because we know those are always an exact science, right? It, absolutely. <laughs> Where do the Vikings pick in that draft?
0: Da, da, da. I always... I tell you what, Justin Fields has been all over the place.
2: Well, they're not in the top... Uh... They might not even be. They're picking 14th. Okay. And the the mock draft
1: here has Quitey Pay, defensive end for Michigan. And the one I'm looking at here has Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman Northwestern. Because oh. I think I don't I don't know when that mock draft you're looking at was made. This one was just made a few hours ago. And it, it addresses Riley Reef. Is about to be gone for cap reasons, so they knew that kind of going in. You know what I mean? And
0: yeah, the guy named right
1: here, you could they, they say is a plug and play, and he's the second ranked left tackle in the draft behind Penny Sewell. Who, if the Bengals are praying to the gods right now, the Penny Sewell falls to them. <laughs> you know, so we'll see. Oh.
0: You
2: cut your you cut your starting line, uh, left tackle, and you may be able to pick up a a stud on on a rookie deal. So like you said, freeing up plenty of cap room for the future.
1: So that's it's just I mean, so much of what we're talking about is going to hinge on the draft, I believe. But it's yeah. still fun to fucking talk about, right? right? That's why we do a show. Right, uh, Tennessee,
2: the Titans released safety Kenny Vaccar. And Malcolm Butler. Uh releasing Vicaro saved 3.9 million in cap space. Uh the Dolphins released Kyle Van Noy. Um, and he was uh one year into a four-year fifty-one million dollar contract. That was surprising. That was very surprising. And said they tried several times but unsuccessfully to trade him. My Giants released basically our most consistent and best offensive lineman uh Kevin Zietler and who you, he got was from us, earn,
1: who you got from us in the Odell trade.
2: He was uh, going to make $12 million and count 14 and a half against salary cap. So, I mean, I see it. We were already depleted on the offensive line. So this does nothing for, so I'm hoping and praying, like I said, we go in the draft and, and hit that offensive line because Danny Dimes needs protection and, and this is a year he's got to make a statement. Like he's got to do something.
1: And the mock draft I'm looking at right here, which is CBS sports mock draft has you guys picking with the 11th pick Quiddy pay. So just, so we'll see what happens. They franchise Leonard Williams. How do you feel about that?
2: That we needed that, that that he's our best defense player to me. He's run stopper. He's, most consistent we needed we need him. That was big. He was basically our our only like he was our main priority was to keep get him. So which I said earlier, uh we franchise tagged him, but they're hoping to have a deal done by the seventeenth, is what I'm reading. Um the uh Carolina Panthers restructure Christian McCaffrey and Shaq Thompson deals. Um, to clear more than 11 million dollars in salary cap space they saved 5.6 million in space on McCaffrey Um, they basically converted his 2021 base salary of just over 8 million dollars into a signing bonus so here's 8 million (laughs) dog thanks thanks for coming over Uh, the Bills released John Brown who was getting hot towards the end of the season that's and I'm I'm a John Brown fan. So I'd like to see I am to too, but I think they really up. like
1: Gabriel Davis. Yeah.
2: Um says the bills are three point six four million under the uh salary cap. Uh releasing Brown cleared seven point nine three million in cap space. So As a,
1: as opposed to Gabriel Davis who's on a rookie deal. Yeah, and there you go.
2: The Saints released Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, after just one season, as they're, like you said, said earlier, they're, they're cutting everybody, trying to clear cap space, you know, and who else we got here? Oh, well, what about Aaron Jones? Because that's, a, free that's
1: a that that one kind of surprised me.
2: Yeah, what's your. Because to me, I thought, hell, this is their stud. I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers' safety blanket. This is their stud. He fumbled. He had a couple of fumbles there in the playoffs against the Buccaneers. And, you know, I was watching it with some Packer fans, and they were not happy with Mr. <laughs> Mister Aaron Jones. So do you see him re-signing, or do you see him going somewhere else?
1: No, I think he has a chance to get paid. I really do. Um. I have to look at all the teams' running back situations. Off the top of my head, um I like him in Seattle. Cause they got Chris Carson's leaving. Yep. That's one. Um, Dolphins. That's another team. I think that's a team on the rise, depending on what you think on how you feel about Tua. Oh my goodness. I mean, you, there's a lot of teams probably need a running back. We need I tell you what, it's it's really great. I can tell you to have two of them. Right. <laughs> <It's laughs> yeah, a subtle a subtle flex. You know, uh obviously the Steelers don't have a lot of a ton of cap space, but I don't see a good running back on their team. They have got to get a running game, especially if they're gonna have to trot out Ben Roethlisberger, who's not gonna throw you to a lot of wins. In my opinion. In my humble opinion. <laughs> right. Uh, uh the forty ers I have a slew of of running backs, obviously, but I think he's better than probably anybody they have. Arizona Cardinals, depending on how you feel about Kenyon Drake. You know, they like there seem to be wanting to add things down there. So who knows? But I do think he'll catch on somewhere. The Jets. They, you know, they he he might just want to get paid.
2: Right. <laughs> he might be in that career mode of let me get a let me get a check. Right. But who didn't, you know, who got franchise tags uh, was Allen
1: Robinson, who you were very high on last, I'm very uh, high season. on Allen Robinson. I, I love yeah. Allen Robinson. He had, uh, well, he had 102 catches on a Bears team that had that quarterback situation. Yeah. You know, and I think that, man, you talk about a guy, to me, that has been so underrated in his career, but has played with fucking Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky. You know what I mean? Two studs. That's... That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. And he's and to still put up numbers. Been highly productive with those two guys. Yeah, nice. You know, I always said that like one of the greatest things I've ever one of the greatest accomplishments I've ever seen in the NFL was Josh Gordon leading the league in receivers with Brandon leading the league in receiving yards with Brandon Whedon and uh Jason Campbell throwing balls. That was insane to me, you know. <laughs> so, I you know, I it's smart on the Bears. You know, I just – that looks a whole lot better if you can get Russ. Yeah. That looks a whole lot better. I don't know what they're going to do with their quarterback situation. I don't know if – I know Deshaun Watson's had some teams, whatever. You know, again, they have got to get – they're a quarterback away. Yeah. And I think they know that. They got the defense. They got a young stud running back on a rookie deal, by the way. Good offensive line. And you know, the talks of Kyle Wong unretiring. Does he go back to the Bears? Says he, says he can still do it. If they get Russell. If I think he comes Russ.
0: back. So you know the whole thing hinges on if you can get
1: if you can get Russ. I don't know what you'd have to give up. You're gonna have to mortgage probably a fraction of your future. But if you're the Bears, if you can not break up what you have now, I think you have a chance to go all in for next year with Russell Wilson. I really, I really believe that.
2: Well, the, the lions are looking to trend a different way because they, they, you know, did not use their franchise tack on Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Jr. Danny Amendola and Jamal Agnew also are scheduled to be free agents. So, I mean, you're losing your receiving cord.
1: But you brought <laughs> in Motor City Dan Campbell, who's going to chew off motherfuckers' kneecaps, Barry.
2: Yeah. Dan, Dan's dan been hitting the head a lot. Just saying. <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, but one that I think is kind of flying under the radar is we saw what a tremendous rookie season Justin Herbert had. Yes. And you're basically taking away hit one of his main targets and hunter henry who they tell you're not going to be tagged again and he had what i say uh career best 60 receptions last year playing with justin herbert um i mean th- this has to do nothing but hurt your stud rookie quarterback i think unless you
1: signing to a new deal well there's a lot of guys who are going to be cut you know mean, are going to be available. Do they think they can get? Let me see here. Where do they pick in the
0: draft? Well, I don't think I don't
1: think they're going to be in the Kyle Pitts conversation. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to go. They pick 13th. I hope they don't get in a situation where they put it all on this kid's shoulders. I'm talking about Herbert, because I think that's yeah. you're playing with fire. There's still a bit of a development, and they were playing. I mean. I love Justin Herbert, and I hope, especially I have his fucking Blue Scope rookie card, I fucking hope he wins MVP (laughs) next year. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's going to make me some money. That's right. You know, I'm a firm believer in that uh, for a young quarterback, you have to have that solid tight end you can trust. I really think it helped Baker Mayfield this year. You know, when when they brought in um, Austin Hooper and drafted Harrison Bryant who won the mackey award you know what I mean because before David Njoku was I he's a free, David Njoku's a freak athlete there's an okay but he he to me he has hands of stone now as after I just fucking drug his ass you know there's talks of the browns are gonna probably move in joku through the charges you make a play for him As Barry takes a big swig of Mountain Dew to answer this question.
0: Well,
2: no, I just thought you were you were going to continue though on that. Uh you know, any like you said, he's a freak. And he plays right into kind of that Hunter Henry prototype tight end. Like he's very athletic. He can make he can make the plays and it's amazing. He'll drop the easy passes and then some fucking how he'll catch some shit and you're like, oh my God what a catch great right but but for justin herbert he needs some i like I said a security blanket someone he's comfortable with and he was very comfortable with hunter henry and you know if Njoku start starts dropping balls does herbert lose confidence
1: and throw to him kyle rudolph's available there yeah there you go veteran you know so that might be a good to have in the huddle with him You know, I've heard rumors of if we move in Joku that the Browns would bring in Kyle Rudolph. Who knows? Stefanski's system was with him forever, excuse me, in Minnesota. Makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah. So, again, all right, go on with free agents. Let's talk about more free agents. I'm having fun. I I can tell you're enjoying this. I'm really enjoying this. I like it. I tell you Uh, what hurt my feelings. I tell you what hurt my feelings was the Buccaneers signing bringing back levante david on a two-year deal i really wanted the browns to make a play for him
2: well i was just getting ready to talk about you know your rivals uh the pittsburgh Steelers, not franchise tagging to me their second or third best defensive player in bud
1: dupree i mean That's this so- dude is a freak they're in cap hell yeah they're an absolute cap hell so yeah, Bud Dupree, um, edge rusher, freak out of Kentucky. Another guy that I'm going to keep going back would be great for Cleveland. You know, so, I mean, somebody's going to give that dude, even though he is coming off of a uh, ACL, I believe, right? Yeah, he tore it in week 12, yeah. So that's going to hurt him. But, again, somebody will invest in him. He has a bright future, I believe, and with the way modern science is. ACL is not what it was even ten years ago. You know. Yeah. All right. Browns I'm... uh the Browns cut Adrian Claiborne for up three million, even more. And he wasn't even really a factor for the Browns last year. Buccaneers franchise Chris Godwin, which is gonna cost the Buccaneers sixteen and a half million dollars. Meaning well, John... they can't mean they can't tag Shaq Barrett. Ooh.
2: Yeah, but I, I think they're going to work out a deal. The Those guys want to play there in Tampa Bay. They know they have – they've got something there. Like, they can win a Super Bowl. Like, right. like they don't want to leave. And Godwin I, doesn't want to
1: leave. It's so tough in the NFL, I think, for guys to – especially guys in their prime – to take less to win. Right. Because that's great. That's great team spirit. It's great. You want your team to win. You want to survive. I, I, I understand that. That's awesome. You know, but again, these guys, the NFL career is not what it is in baseball or basketball. These guys have a short window in their career and not, they're not quarterbacks. They're not bringing in quarterback money. They have a short window in their career to maximize their value, which is why, you know, the tag is kind of a double-sided coin because, yeah, you're getting paid. Now he would have gotten paid 18, $19 million this year if they used the tag on him again. Chris Godwin, obviously, you're going to make $16.5 That's great. He hasn't got his big bag yet, though. What if he gets hurt? You know what I mean? Right. So that's, that, that's why it's a double-sided coin. Now, you could, you know, worked out great for Kirk Cousins. Worked out great for Dak. You know, but kind of playing with fire. They also play a position that's extremely protected. It, Jack Barrett
2: it, does It works out uh, phenomenal for Sam Bradford, who robbed several NFL teams for several
1: years. The
2: I finesse mean, king. Dude,
1: the, no, no, no. We call no, no, no. He's not Sam Bradford. He's the finesse king. Sam this Bradford.
2: dude. This dude came out of Oklahoma, talking about he might be the next coming. And
1: did he play a full NFL season? Well, I, I was getting ready to say to his. To his credit, he, he 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 went. Yeah, he suffered a lot. It's it wasn't a talent issue. No, no. But it wasn't a performance issue. Paid. It was an injury issue with affected the performance. That's that's what it was. But he got several several big but he contracts. Got, but he got paid based on potential, right? Which is what dudes do. Which is what NFL teams do with the quarterback position. And I ain't mad at him. Like I said, cake cake up. Yeah, How would... about the Bengals not franchise-tagging Carl Lawson? Yeah. That... What is that organization doing?
2: What have they been doing for the last 30 years? Fucking up. Okay,
1: so nothing they fucking do ever surprises I'm me. I'm sorry, Nick Haddix. I'm not trying to troll you here, brother. I know that's a rival. But when I saw <laughs> that, I was like, whew. They think they can bring him in on a different deal? I don't know. I don't... If they pay him, good for them. Good for Carl Lawson. I don't see it happening though, and that's another name I'm gonna float out there that the Browns might want to look at. So the, there's, so a, the there's, Bengals, there's a history of there's a history of Bengals players coming up north,
2: and so the Bengals there. got a seam for uh, twice a year.
1: You right. know, uh, Raiders trade Trent Brown to the Patriots for a fifth round pick. Wow. Mm-mm-mm.
0: He has a one-year, eleven million-dollar contract.
1: He re- agreed to restructure. Mm-mm. Seahawks release Carlos Dunlap creates fourteen million in cap space. My goodness. Damn. So I mean, that's what we're gonna see. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. you had some.
2: No, I was just gonna say that's just crazy. I mean. You know, two time pro bowler, he's he's a beast. And they're hoping to basically re-sign him uh after he tests the free agent market. But basically you're hoping nobody decides to pay this guy is what you're hoping.
1: Well, he did put his house for sale on Twitter after a Bengals game. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. He, he he's done. You don't you can't say it much louder than that. Right. I'm I'm out. I'll holler at you. <laughs> uh, we do have to have an NFL draft special, like a preview. And yeah. Probably probably bring a guest on for that one. I got a couple names in mind, so it's a uh, look out for that man. The NFL Draft Preview, which is being held in Cleveland this year. You fantastic. might go live. You might
2: fucking be up
1: there. doing the favorite live at the NFL Drafts, bro. You know. Gee. Stay at the Vencil Estate well you'll be in the guest house you can't just eating the finest of charcuterie boards hey
2: speaking of that okay not to not to segue out of our fucking sports segment here okay but uh someone sent me a picture of a beautiful beautiful it was a meat charcuterie board had brisket had fucking like a game pulled everything and I was like, now that
1: I can get down with. Yes. Yeah. That's the, and that's the thing about that is like, it can literally be whatever you want it to be. So if you just want to go meat on meat on meat, I don't know how you feel about crackers and mustards and things like that. Sounds like some brisky you might have a barbecue sauce side and things, but it can be whatever you want it to be, man. Well, that's good to
2: know. Cause I didn't know that. I thought it was just cheese and
1: crackers. No,
2: no, 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 no,
1: no, you can no. Put whatever you want on that. All right. I gotta have meat. I gotta have protein on mine. That's not cheese. Okay. I'm a big like, you know, peppered meats and things like that. I like trying different things. Um, prosciutto, fancy name for a different slice of ham. You know what I mean? Like different things like that. But yeah, I would definitely be into the brisket. That would be fucking amazing. So yeah, I'm down. I'd be down for that. So. So, look at you not being closed-minded about the goddamn food. Well, I'm just
2: saying, if we got to go up here to fucking uh, the venzel Estate and and be allowed on the lawn, you know, oh, no, to no, watch the draft.
1: No, 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 draft, no, 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 no. You don't walk on the grass.
2: No. He'll have them tarp it over so we don't mess up any grass. And we'll be able to sit there and he'll project the the draft on his house, on his mansion wall. And we'll be able to watch and and cheer and possibly do a podcast from his yard. I mean, if we're, <laughs> if if we're lucky, if we're lucky. So
1: live reactions to the draft. There you go. So okay, when we do the NFL draft, we at least like for the Browns pick, I have to go live and break it down and give you my initial reactions. And for the Giants pick, you got to do the same thing. Okay, I'm we, down for that. Uh, that's fair. That's fun, right? That's fair. Yeah, I'm down for
2: that. But you got anything else for an NFL free agency? Not really. I mean, like I said, uh the Giants on my side, just shit that I know that doesn't make much, but uh Golden Tate got released. I mean no surprise there. Right. So, okay, so I they mean had nothing a
1: with, they had a lot of issues with him last year, right?
2: Well, him and old boy got into it a few times over dude's his sister. A he, that dude's a
1: fighter, man. What? Huh? He's not happy. But Dak got the bag. We talked to NFL free agency. What else you want to talk about? We're super prepared podcasters today, by the way.
2: Well, see, well, that's the thing is, you know, when you're on our level, you know, we get checks for this shit. Yeah. You know, we get... I get about thirty-seven bucks every three weeks. It's fine, you know. Shit
1: sure sucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're going off the fucking rails here. Sure I God. can't wait. I can't wait till you guys get our fucking new shirt though. When we got sparklers and shit, you guys don't even fucking.
1: Ringside know. Designs, you gotta hit me up, homie. I got an idea. Yeah. Jeff see? with one F. Jeff with one F actually had a good suggestion for that shirt. You want to hear it? what was it? what was it? so you know how Kingston was laying on Mox, yeah. covering him up. It'd be like you covering me up, protect protecting you from. And the then maybe below it we could write like this show sucks.
2: <laughs> there you go, show fucking sucks. Show but, sucks. Okay, last week I mean now we've we've had a little bit of a drop off because last week we had Ken Golden on, and this week you have us, so a little bit of a drop off. He's worth like a hundred million and we're worth like a couple hundred thousand.
1: You know what I'll so, tell you about Ken Golden?
2: He's, he's a, a fucking awesome he's a, guy. He's a well that and he's a draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he's a draw and he fucking subtle flexes too. Like that's why I told him I love him. He fucking any everything he says, there's a fucking flex in there. You just have to find it.
1: Did you learn a lot during that interview last week? Because I did.
2: I did. Yeah. I did. And it was uh that dude is just amazing to talk to. Even off air, he is very engaging, uh, willing to help, willing to give you information. So I mean, yeah, like I learned a ton.
1: Yeah, and he's like you know, he's 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 very like passionate about what he loves what he does. And he loves talking about it. Yeah. So when I met when I met with his PR team That's not me flexing that actually fucking happened I had to meet with his PR team Before what? I talked to him And they were like adamant with me That like Don't let Ken go on too long As if not you're having a three hour conversation I'm like I'm letting this motherfucker go as long as he wants to <laughs> And they said no we're gonna tell him Because he has other obligations He has to do or whatever And I was like Alright
2: <laughs> he he still went over that you know he still went over but he uh that dude is awesome and and i hope he comes back on he seemed to enjoy it um you know again very nice guy and our cards you know when we talk about cards and stuff you guys really really enjoy it i outflexed a young man today in the card aisle what you do Um, well they didn't have anything Okay. So I didn't really, I didn't really outflex him, but I got there, got there about 845 to Walmart. They didn't have anything. So I went and continued my, my shopping about 930. I roll back by and here's this dude in a hoodie and he's all like running, you know, he's like creeping. And then he like just slowly makes the jaunt down the aisle and he's like looking under stuff. And, and I was like, yeah, you keep coming at 930 dog. I'll be here at 845 and when they do have something it's gone
1: that's insane it's an insane game right now It's insa- I, I mean I don't know when things are getting delivered Ken told the story last week of dudes falling around that's borderline yep. harassment and I can <laughs> tell like the employees like the Target and Walmart are getting very like irritated with the card collectors because it's basically the sweatpants mafia
2: that's right But Well, let me say this is I would love to catch one of the the employees at Target or whoever controls that and say, look, you get a truck on Tuesday. You bring me all your Don Ross optic and whatever you have at soon as you open. In the part, wherever it is, here's you $200. And they're going to. They're not going to know that you're going to make a a cool thousand off of of them, (laughs) but but they're going to be like, fuck, and I don't have to put up with nobody.
1: Thank you. Thank you, sir. So I bought two blasters yesterday for 20 bucks a piece, $40 total. I saw a dude sold the exact same blasters on Facebook marketplace, two of them for 140 total, 70 a piece. Yeah, man, a quick hundred dollars. Didn't even open
0: them. Yeah, and people and that's are gladly
1: th- gladly paying that. And, Glad- and that's the
2: thing is I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them anywhere. And I I went to three Walmart's today. Tomorrow, I may I may venture out and hit Target. That's an hour drive, but uh, we'll see. Cause I'm I'm trying to get cards. It just, they're not
1: here. So every Donruss pack, optic pack I've bought, whether it be a fat pack, a hanger, a blaster, I have yet to not exceed the value of the money that I spent easily. That's why they're going so quick.
0: And I need i need to
2: see them. And the best thing is to catch them at Walmarts here because there is no limo. So if you find them first, they're gone. You because, buy all of them. Yeah. I, and like I said, when I found those NBA hoops, premium stock, I picked up like five and then I was like, fuck that. Cause somebody they're going to be gone. I took them all. I took that risk and I, I made, you know, like I said, I made my money back. I opened them all, but you know, I saw, I sold my cards, made my money back plus some, and I was cool with it and it was fun. Whatever. But I, I'd love to see some uh, some optics and things like that. So I'm I'm looking. I hope that
1: well that Justin Herbert I pulled going for roughly two fifty. That's I mean that's that's it. That's all you need to know. You know what I mean? Even then, like not even quarterbacks, but like the same Jerry Judy card going for like twenty five thirty bucks. Yeah, two oh base rookies going for like 10 15 bucks and that's just base rookies you know what i mean right so i really would love to find more basketball and not just the standard nba hoops but like the premiums you know what i mean can't find those very 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 difficult but again that's kind of where we talk about legwork on the on the wrestling figure and collectibles podcast a lot that's kind of where a lot of my legwork energy has been shifted I'm hitting the card aisle first these days.
2: Just say, yeah, same. Same here. I'm I'm in the card aisle first, and then I'll venture back, and then I'll do whatever I got to do.
1: Mhm.
2: So. so. You
1: got anything else this week, man? That's it, brother. I'm, I'm done. This fucking show sucked. Fucking show so. was terrible. We were, <laughs> hey guys, I'm so sorry. We'll do better next week. We'll at least try to. I don't know if we're gonna be better, but we'll fucking at least put in more effort. How's that? This show sucks. It's, it's the least we could do, you know, and
2: if we have bored you, if you've turned us off, hell, you might not even hear this. You know, we appreciate you tuning in with us. We appreciate you guys. Listening too. Yeah. And if you got a hot aunt, tell her to hit me your up. Your
1: auntie's favorite podcast.
2: <laughs> you know, if I see her in a dark silhouetted light, lighting, I'll creep in. But no, uh, Thank you guys for, you know, hitting us up, listening to us. Uh, the interactions on Twitter. I Every day, Eric is in a Twitter beef. Right now, he's currently fighting over uh, Kevin Durant and LeBron James Not against Larry Bird and Magic we're very, Johnson. We're having, a,
1: we're having a conversation. No fights, no trolls. They're having a heated discussion. It's done, it's, it's, it's done too, by the way. Cleaner just jumped in, so I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So there's there's nothing else to talk about when Mike DeClaire jumps in. He said, uh, be like follow- Babe Ruth
1: trying to hit Trevor Bauer's curveball."
2: <laughs> but uh, follow me on Twitter at bpros28. Eric drop their credentials, sir.
1: You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Brown seven four zero. But of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Doing the Favor. Thank you guys all so much that support us, listen to us. I had a fucking blast tonight, Barry. I don't know about you, that was a lot of fun so you know we all have the stresses of life and you know sports and wrestling something fun and let's just you know what let's just keep that shit fun man for real and don't get too this is a hobby this is an outlet for us don't take it don't take it too serious and don't take yourself too serious absolutely and thank
2: you again good night and god bless
1: It goes one, two, three into the foe. Eric Barry, up with ETF and that's for show. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My
2: dude, Eric, holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got their ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to
1: unwind Just a few more days until we're back live <laughs> We'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard. this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah
0: Doing the favor
1: Doing the favor. do uh, doing the favor.
0: Until next time, doing the favor.